about sentimental things so what's not sentimental what what are the what are the things that make an item no longer important to miss janelle and get tossed into the big dumpster out back i, I, I think about my last user experience man Precious is always is Precious in still around. Precious is the one thing, mm-hmm. huh? And you usually <laughs> okay. Precious, I will spend extra money for Precious. Bullet still around. Slim, <laughs> slim. <laughs> the Thule stays in effect. Yes. <laughs> 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 what do you mean? The bullet is packing its bag. Are you fucking kidding me? The kitten and the bullet always gonna be here <laughs> until either one of them decide they're done. But <laughs> I'm just imagining a mini. You know how she can get a carrying bag for precious, but if she had like a mini carrying bag for the tool, <laughs> just like carry on a pinky or some shit, like. See oh. <laughs> major. I went somewhere else completely. I got the bullet. I got the bullet hiring a U-Haul. Slim, the bullet has a little velvet sack though. <laughs> hey man. Yeah, bullet having a velvet sack and needing a U-Haul is nuts. I love it. I love that shit. So how many? So have you broken down your kitchen? Let me tell you something about Miss Janelle. Miss Janelle will break it down all the way to the point where she has one pot, a fork, a knife, a spoon, and a cup, and everything else will be packed up. And ready to go. You got legit. Nah, that'll that'll be for the remainder of days. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. That'll be that'll be about the last week of May, where I have my one of everything that I could put in a bag and dip with. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. But all in all, the breakdown has begun. You're tossing away shit that means something <laughs> to, probably to somebody else, but not really you. Yeah. I know that feeling. Hey. And good thing you, you know, primarily you're solo in your spot, so you don't have to have a discussion mm-hmm. with nobody else. That's great. Yeah, the discussion is, yeah. is always bad. That is awesome. I went through that with my grandmother when she was transitioning. And she wanted to mm-hmm. talk about, nah, we're not talking about nothing, Grandma. It's gone, buddy. <laughs> hey. I got that when, uh, when your aunt. Cool, your cool, cool story, Grandma. <laughs> it's out of here. 
Yeah, I had one of those talks with yeah. pops. It's already <laughs> they already picked that shit up. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I noticed though when I last time I was at the parents' um house was I don't have pictures mm-hmm. like they have pictures. Mm-hmm. You know how you just might find a box full of pictures. And there's something to be said about going down memory lane with actual yeah. physical pictures. Whether that's a photo album or what have you. Like I think we have maybe one or two photo albums around here somewhere. But just the 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 time that it takes, like you really have to take time and think about what happened that day and and kind of like takes you back to that space. Or if it's not a picture of you and it's a picture of a family member, it gets you to start talking to whoever that family member is to ask them about it. I don't have any, I don't have a lot of those. And just looking through the boxes of pictures at the parents' house, it's speared it it's it jump started a lot of conversations with pops that I mm. otherwise wouldn't have had with him during my visit. That's pretty neat, and I've kind of felt a mm. sense of loss there. Like I, I don't have those pictures, and we don't go around and take pictures and get them developed and have have them actually printed out in somewhere. However, I do enjoy not having to sift through all of those pictures when it's time to move or. You know, in the era where we were growing up in the 80s and the 90s, not having a digital anything and and, and having to, if you weren't diligent about getting a photo album, if you weren't diligent about organizing those, like you could just have photos any and everywhere. Like I know at my grandparents' old spot, my grandma just had a drawer full of pictures from various events, various years you know, just mixed together. You don't know. And and the older we get, we don't quite remember how we used to. So it's very important if you do have those physical pictures to try to keep them together, same date, same time, same year, at least of the people that mean something to you. If you want to keep those memories around. Niggas be cutting off. Motherfuckers be cutting off their friends too soon nowadays to keep pictures. Yeah. Niggas (laughs) erase their Instagram. Like, like your friend didn't exist at all. Babas will go through and go through their whole social media and cut that mm. friend out of their life like it never existed. Hey, and it's like you you still yeah. have some good times with that person. I'm not getting rid of my, my dope shit because you a fuck nigga. What? Whatever, man. I don't know. How 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 does that happen, though? You a young nigga, Major. How are niggas cutting off their... What the fuck is happening? What are cut off your, your people's offenses? I don't... What is that? I, look, I don't. I've been rolling with the same crew. What we, yeah, we on decades now. So like, it's I'm not the right nigga to mm-hmm. ask that question. I mean, because even if there's motherfuckers who wear the contact ain't as strong with me, it's it's as simple as if I see you, if we randomly bump into each other, if we just randomly hit each other, it pick up right where we left off. Yeah, you know, like, and I've also yeah. been wise enough to really not really form strong bonds with motherfuckers with ill intent, or you know, so I never mm. had to really deal with that type of cut off. You know, so I don't know. The judge of character, Gene, I think is strong in our family. I I believe um, within our 
sibling unit, you know, T-Boom has her set of friends from college and high school that she's pretty close to. And you talk about decades of friendship, me and the crew, Miss Janelle, decades of friendship. And it's really hard to, for me, to form those strong type of bonds with anybody else. So I'll say that I'm friendly towards people and and have colleagues or people that I played sports with that I consider friends, but that bond and and I don't know if they've done anything for me to completely cut them out. Like I know some people that I don't talk to anymore for mm. specific reasons, but I didn't go through my social media mm-hmm. and just yeah. clean out <laughs> like everything that they potentially might have been in. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy to me. Those are still good memories. You know, like that person may not have been a good person, but that time I had, you know, was great. So I'm not cutting that out. I fuss the way my memory is now. I need all the reminders I could get. Damn, you was there? (laughs) 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 Oh, man. So, Miss Janelle's getting ready for the move. C Major, how was your week? It was good. Um, Preparing for my coworker to be on vacation for like two weeks, so I'm gonna be rolling dolo. But my new manager, who was my previous side by side coworker, is she's she, she's a one. So she are like she. It's not for mm-hmm. her to put her boots back on and get in the field. So you know that's me on a professional tip. Recorded some music. Uh, Sway's an evil genius. He's doing something. I don't like it. But I, he asked me to record verses for it, so I, I did it. Um, he, he's yeah, he got he got some interesting flips out uh, for a tape that, that's in development. Um, yeah, I, I did. Oh, did see John Wick? So mm-hmm. you know, if we want to talk, we talk about, about it, it, we can do it. Yes. Okay, John Wick. Less than four hundred words for yes, Keanu. Is that what mm-hmm. is that the the rumor? Three eighty. Of the three eighty words, I want to say seventy percent of them were. Yeah. Nah. Am I off? <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> oh, it's some quality choreographed fighting scenes though some of the best fighting scenes i've seen in a very very i mean they just come with it they haven't been off the entire series um if i had one complaint it was a little long it was a little long um and sometimes all of the action gets lost when it's just a very long movie like you can't come it's not too much you could create to to keep it exciting for that long when you just battling it out at least for me like some you would have to almost go fast and furious land for a movie that long to to keep it that entertaining the the scene at the end just trying to get up the steps <laughs> to the church oh first spoiler of all, alert spoiler <laughs> alert i'm going to keep my eye on the clock and let's say we give this right. at least 10 minutes of talk. <clears throat> Might be a little bit sooner, but whatever. Um, the climb up the steps to the final duel <laughs> was nuts. Yeah. 
and my heart was I was on the edge of my seat. I will say they did a really good job with that, with putting time on that constraint. And him having a set deadline where he had to reach the top of the steps and my man doing sending every troop in <laughs> in Europe, <laughs> every villain he could find in Europe to stop him from reaching the top of the steps. It was crazy, man. That was a crazy fun movie. Super, su- it, it was enjoyable. I Like I said, don't my only beef is a little long, but man, what a great <clears throat> movie in it. And your villain, dude. The Scars Guard's got to be stopped. In, general, in Just, Hollywood. Yeah, period. <laughs> yes. Yes. Can I can I tell you my problems? They're awesome. I have a couple. Sure. Problem one. Hmm. Whoever my nigga was, the prime henchman for, <laughs> for the villain, I needed him to stop showing up. I was tired of that nigga. <laughs> I was a quarter past that nigga. <laughs> he got yeah. shot. He dealt it's with It's only so many times. I'm getting my ass knocked out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nigga, go home. <laughs> he was tough, though. You needed a villain villain, though. You needed somebody physically to be the villain. Because Skarsgård was yeah, not going to be the villain. Yeah, he was in the cut. So you needed somebody that he had to and- physically overcome. Yeah. And the job was, was done in the fact that he I hated him. Fight. So, like. cool. Other problem. <laughs> mm. There you go. Yo, John Wick with the nunchucks, I needed more of that. And I feel like I was deprived in one mm. through three. Because my nigga was so mean with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yes! And sloppy <laughs> at the same time. So it didn't look like it didn't look like how a, a Bruce Lee scene would look. It looked like a white boy picked up some nunchucks, <laughs> quickly learned it, and whipped somebody's ass. <laughs> because John Wick is similar to Jason Bourne in the sense of I'm yep. trained to kill mm-hmm. you with anything I can get my hands on. So I'm gonna figure out how this tool can hurt you. And it looked like as soon as he picked it up, he was like, oh, yes. Okay. Baka, yes. Baka, baka. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, not really an issue. It is an issue. It's going to be an issue financially for me. Because now I got an idea how I need all my suits to be tailored. Slim. Like Slim. Um, <laughs> it's something about why they make villains so fly, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh as fuck. Cause, cause I, ain't gonna hurt you. I, I ain't even gonna hold you. Donnie Yen, little turtleneck. I, I fuck with that <laughs> joke too. Like, it, <laughs> there wasn't an outfit that he put on that I didn't. Yo. Damn, he looked good. He pisses me off. He's an asshole, damn. but damn if he don't look good. Cold. That fucking sparkling. That that fucking Yo, glitter the suit, that jacket supposed was to supposed look to look crazy on a on a nigga. That shit was fire. <laughs> time the Yo. pocket watch, the time pieces were uh, the, the, the just a he was a gruesome dude, but super 
clean looking. Like you, you wanted to step out with him. And I've watched a lot of shows. I think Dexter comes to mind. Dexter is the first thing that pops up where you're like, <laughs> he looks gross. There's no part of Dexter where you're like, you, you can see the attraction or you could be like, oh, I can hang out with him. He, everything about him seems, you know, just kind of not homely, not really dirty. You know, he's meticulous. It's part of his character is that Dexter is meticulous. But he just doesn't present no that mm-hmm. swag. Like, yeah, it's no swag. So it didn't look like Skarsgård isn't an attractive you know, he doesn't have a, a overly beautiful face or anything like that. But it's just like C Major said, the suits are cut to a situation. like his situation just became multiple of five. Like he's a he's a one, <laughs> right? You just saw him in regular gear walking yeah. down the street, you'd be like uh, weird looking white dude. So weird weird looking dude. Weird looking tall dude, you know? Ass nigga. Yeah. Chad Holgram built nigga. But if he's in that suit, now you're like, what bank yeah. does he run? <laughs> you know, like, and that's weird that you have that, you know. But yeah, he looked good. He looked yeah, really good. Speaking. See, Major, you could do good. this now. You, you you can get a hundred dollar suit off the rack and get it get it cut to your to your liking. Yeah. My problem is how it's going to affect my home life. Because I'm talking different mm. when I walk this oh. When I walk this threshold. Mm. Let me do, I put on the I put on the all black with the turtle with the turtleneck with the gold chain to go to work yesterday. Mm. Niggas couldn't just ask me for a favor <laughs> yesterday. So yeah. it's gonna yeah. do something. <laughs> it's gonna, right. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, Lisa's gonna have to whip your ass. Hey, yeah. see, can you help me? Whoa, 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 different. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but shout out to That's Donnie Yen too. It's always a uh, it's always a blessing to see a choreographed fight scene fight scene with one of the goats. Mm-hmm. And the way he just seems oh, yeah. so unbothered yeah. with everything. My man is different. <laughs> He's different. He's definitely different. Um, that's my man from uh, Inception, right? I didn't see the movie, but that's a uh, that's Ip Man for yeah, the movie. Yeah, that's Ip Man for me. Oh my god, you've never seen Inception. Mm-hmm. I tried to see Inception. Nobody goes, no, nobody thinks of Donnie Yen. It goes to Inception. <laughs> don't try to don't try to shame me, nigga. No, <laughs> fuck you. You that's didn't Ip reference man. the right movie. <laughs> that's Ip Man for that's everybody. Ip man. <laughs> Are you talking about no, stars? No, no. Talk about Donnie Yen, the blind nigga. Wait a minute. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah. the blind nigga. Oh yeah, no, I don't know that dude. That's that's real shit. I don't know him. I oh, thought you were nah, talking nah. about the other dude. I thought you were talking about the Japanese oh, samurai yeah. dude. Now shout out to him. He's um, one of the ghosts. Yeah, too. he is one of the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's who I was talking about. He was an exception. Yeah. Donnie Yen. I had no, that was my first time seeing oh. him. Because yeah. I interaction, so I, need, I was I a little, need I was, I was a little, I was a little hazy. I didn't catch on, but it was when he did the motherfucking fast ass punch mm. to my to the nigga dome. I was like, oh shit, that's it, man. Yeah. <laughs> you said Donnie when M. I, uh, when I saw the preview, when he and John Wick was battling, and 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 he coming up with the sword and they blocking shots and shit, I said, oh, that's my nigga, it man. I'm in here. That was a done deal. The ticket was bought. 
Yeah, I'm about to check and look at it. I, I'm not familiar with him at all. I got to look at Ip Man. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm completely out of the loop there. So I'll definitely take a look at him. Um, outside of Donnie Yen and my man from Inception, any other standouts? Lance Reddick was really good. Um, very short scene. They, um, killed him off fairly quickly in the movie, but, um, just seeing him on screen again was quite nice. And it just kind of reminded me yeah. like, oh man, he's gone. Um, Lawrence, <laughs> pompacity. You talked a lot 20. of shit for a nigga who ain't lift a, virtually didn't lift a finger. I mean, ain't fighting not one, like, and then the one fight scene he had in, in three, <laughs> yeah, he got crushed. dealt with. Like, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm fucking with it. Hiroyuki Sonata is who I was talking oh, yeah. about. And that, yeah, he's nice. He's been nice with it. With the, the squad. Didn't he play Scorpion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. He was also on Bullet mm-hmm. Train. OG. A uh, young lady who played mm-hmm. his daughter was nice. My dude. I, I oh. fucked with her scenes. Yeah. Absolutely. Does anybody feel a, a, a sequel coming name. with her being the main protagonist? Rina Sawayama. I'm trying to do this properly yet. Renissa Wayama. Um, it would be I don't need words. <laughs> they gotta keep it the same format. Just get to the get to the business. They are you know what I'm saying? I need it like I I'm missing another I love Colombiana. I I wanna see more women do these type of films. I love Colombiana. That was one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, give me a premise, give me the why, and then let them go to work. Man, woman, I'm indifferent. Doesn't they matter. are dropping the ballerina, work, which you know? is going to be, it's supposed to take place in the time between either John Wick 2 and 3 or 3 and 4. But um, it's supposed to focus on the people from his, his family and one particular young lady who came through as a ballerina to assa- mm-hmm. the, the ballerina to assassin pipeline. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Mm, got you that sounds promising yeah and mm. and we need more of these like really these pop these type of movies pop up and for some reason they don't get a lot of publicity in the very beginning and it's really just word of mouth because john wick if i recall it wasn't hot yeah, i didn't see a lot of i didn't find out until no. what when three came that out. was something that i stumbled yeah. upon on cable you know what I'm saying? Like, it was already on cable by the time I ch- checked out the first one. And it was like, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Where was this? And where was I? Why didn't we get more hoopla around this? This is a great action movie. So, I more of these, please. Hollywood, more of these. Enough with the remakes. Enough with y'all pulling out stories that we've seen a million times and changing the characters and upsetting white people. <laughs> I, I get it. You want to upset people. Fine. More of this. Give me some more movies like this that are full of action and, and what have you. Shout out to... Uh, Speaking oh, of other sorry. movies... 
Uh, no, I wanted to shout Go out ahead. Scott Atkins, um, the who was actually a very fit gentleman who played the fat ass mm. gentleman who was whooping John Wick ass. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. He looked like yeah. a comic book character. <laughs> he looked like, and that's the other thing about this movie that I really like. It gave me mm. um, comic book A lot book of Sin City feelings. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Over exaggerated. Fight scenes, that fight scene at the yeah, whatever that circle that is shit in France, was that dope, shit was crazy. Yeah. That was bananas. To get hit by the car and get shot up. I got, the only time I see that particular that part beautiful. in France, <laughs> yeah, and and <laughs> I hate that the dude you was talking about that kept coming back. <laughs> that scene in particular is where I hated him the most. Yeah. Like, what do we need to do to kill this Bama? Yeah, he's kill- he's out of control. That was crazy. Great movie, great movie. Um, his name Marco Zaro. Zaro. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. Is Z A R O R. That's that's a struggle for me. Anyway, I went to the movies yesterday with the nieces. And um, T Boom and brother in law, and we went okay. to see Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers. Um, very good movie. If you've played any of the Super Mario games, there's something in it for you. They really did a good job of incorporating features. From all of the movies, from the very basic first Super Mario Brothers to Super Mario Kart to <laughs> whatever the fuck they're doing now, it was something in there for everybody. So the girls got to see some shit yeah. that they play yeah. with, you know what I'm saying? That they're currently uh, interacting with. You know, it was nostalgia for me and T Boom and and Lairs. Uh, really good quality movie, in and out. At least it felt like in and out to me. You just in and out of there. Um, good shit. Jack Black, phenomenal. That's all I gotta say. Jack Black is phenomenal voice actor. He's he's one of the best. Him as King Koopa or, or whatever that dude's name is, mm. Bowser, um, was amazing. Super amazing. There's a there's a solo performance. Or Bowser proclaiming his love to the princess. Uh, if anything, if you don't go to see it, you need to go YouTube that song. Fair enough. So, you'll have fun with that. And it'll get stuck in yet. It's an earworm. It'll nope. get stuck in yet. I've been singing it since I got home yesterday. And I got other <laughs> people just in here it. singing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, Miss Janelle. It's it's a it's a Miss Janelle special. Like that is your jam. Trust me. That's right up your alley. So you your your assignment after this show, both of you, is to pull up that video and watch it and tell me it it don't it don't it's not soul stirring. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into the show. Welcome to the episode, people. I'm your host, T. Weezy, with my co-host. 
a producer extraordinaire. And let's get to some giant news. Let's see if I can share my screen with with ease. Damn, I want to sing the song, but I'm not going to do that to y'all. All right. Apparently, Tory Lanez um, found a new lawyer and is trying to motion for a new trial. But prosecutors say the evidence of Tory Lane being guilty of shooting Meg the Stallion is overwhelming after he requested a new trial. So after some more time has passed, prosecutors, knowing that he was going after a new trial, actually started doing work, more <laughs> even guilty. more work, and said, hey, we found even more evidence to prove. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Tory. I, I don't know what to say other than like do this like he is he he's locked up, right? He's serving time as this is happening. So hopefully he'll understand like hopefully it'll it'll become a, a situation where the time left is like, you know, here as far as like oh I only have like two years left of my sentence. And then he's still fighting, and somehow he'll come to an agreement that he just needs to sit down. But what it what was the sentence again? I don't know. Was it crazy? Was it? A crazy I didn't hear anything or? about the sentencing. Yeah, I didn't really pay too much attention. It didn't stay in my brain. Yeah, I just heard the guilty. Yeah. Let's see here. If there anything, twenty-two years. Yeah, so he hasn't been faces twenty-two years. So I don't see anything that says yeah for certain. He's still waiting. Don't come over here with your shit. Keisha over there bullying C Major as being right on time. That's about right on time. Um, Miss Janelle. Threw in a group chat, uh, a drive-by burning. <laughs> my man driving down the street, yes, holding a falcon, and then releases the falcon to <laughs> to go eat. I that looked like that was great beef. Yeah, he had went, beef. He, that looked like he went to another bird. Nigga. That looked he attacked another bird. Got his... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. Because it wasn't even like a small bird that's something that, you know, he could pick up and fly and get away. No, that looked like that bird was saying something to him, was saying, (laughs) was talking slick on social media, and he had to come see about him. (laughs) I've never seen no shit like this before in my life. That shit looked wild. I think I I screamed when I saw this for the first time. That was nuts. Yes. And got his foot on his neck. Yeah, that's a wild bird. Oh, man. Let's move on. The Dalai Lama apologizes after kissing boy and asking him to suck my tongue. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) He said, my bad, see, baby? (laughs) 
didn't know in 2023 we'd be. It's a nasty, nasty world, man. Nasty world. The Dalai Lama, like this picture that they are putting in the article. He's surrounded by gentlemen with masks on. So someone in the organization at least is concerned about illness or sickness. I don't know when this picture was taken. Uh, actually, okay, so it says last month. So last month, the people surrounded the Dalai Lama at least have masks on and are concerned about airborne disease or something going on. And the Dalai Lama is not concerned about any illness, probably because he's the Dalai Lama. And he's just like, hey, boy, hey, little boy, give me a kiss. Suck on my tongue. (laughs) In public. Wait, what did he say? (laughs) Hey, little boy, give me a kiss. (laughs) Suck on my tongue. It's a wild, nasty whirlwind. I, I don't, I don't have nothing else to say about it. It's kind of, it's, it's a little too nasty for me to. <sighs> then I get more details. Yeah. The Dalai Lama is eighty-seven. Like this is just nasty. Uh, like, uh, ah. now I have questions about where the fuck he's, what other shit he has he done. This is wild. Okay, even more wild. <laughs> This clip circulating <laughs> on social media that claims to have been taken during one of the freak nicks and shows a, a young a younger Kanye front and center <laughs> with a cell phone video recording a young woman popping it. This is always amazing to me. That the documentary mm-hmm. is coming, okay? And all your uncles and all your your brothers, your older brothers and your older cousins. Your daddies. This is nasty. Like on this is so nasty on so many different fronts, yeah. Now you could say, okay, she volunteered. Maybe it's a pop that contest, yeah. which mm-hmm. there were plenty of. In the nineties. I've been to several venues and, and shows where young ladies were invited to perform on stage or perform for a crowd of men for somebody. Amateur, whatever. Amateur pop that thing or whatever you want to call it. And this mm-hmm. what it this is what that looks like. <laughs> but Kanye looks so serious, yeah. Like it's yeah, like the nigga in the green. Look at how many cameras. Yo. <laughs> yeah, the cameras look wild. The, the, Somebody the, the focus of the cameras look wild. Somebody called him uh, yeah, great value Tyrese big, and uh, said he was wilding. <laughs> yeah, great value ty- Tyrese is, is wilding. Same way select Tyrese was nuts, yeah, with the lean in. But you got news crew caliber cameras you got cell phones you got old school camcorders with the it's a lot of film going into this young lady's performance 
And then my homegirl in the yes. pink shorts, she's ready. Mm-hmm. She's next. Right there. She's ready. Like, she's like, oh, I got it. <laughs> she, she ain't even got it like that. I'm about to fuck her up. Watch me, dog. How do you feel about this, Ms. Janelle? Knowing that we've been to parties where this has occurred and we've seen this. This is not new. This is actually kind of tame, very to be honest. We've, we've been in parties where it's gotten a little All more. All of this is very interesting to me. Um, I am a person who, like, I, I've been seeing clips of people copping pleas, women uh, copping pleas about if you see me on the video, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I was at the last Freaknik in 98, and um, I, I understand why it shut down because... For every woman who was voluntarily popping her thing, <clears throat> which is fine. I've I've popped my thing. I've been in many thong contests when the thong song was hot. I've been in many cheat clapping contests mm-hmm. before cheat clapping was a thing that was celebrated. Um, a lot of women mm-hmm. copping, please. Ladies, we, we're not the ones who need to cop, please. We can put on whatever the fuck we want to put on, whatever suits we wanted to put on, whatever skirts we wanted to put on. It's fucking spring. It's hot as fuck in Atlanta. It was the 90s. We were young. We were doing what we need to do. The folks that need to be copping, please, and uh, making sure that their, <laughs> their faces are obscured uh, so that they can maintain their lifestyles, their employment, probably statute of limitations on some things have gone. But a lot of niggas, uh, your sexual assault is on film. Um, your harassment is on film. That, yeah. that, the, yep. the part that's crazy. A lot of, lot of, yeah. A lot of execs. A lot this, of, lot of niggas. Which you, which you, uh, <laughs> saw a video of a dude in an iota sweatshirt talking his shit about if you dress a certain way, you should expect a certain treatment. Uh, seeing a couple Omega shirt niggas talking crazy. Y'all, <laughs> y'all were real loud and proud. It's the fellas who need to be worried about this documentary, I think. Naturally, in the world that we live in, in yeah, the standards sure. that we live in, women are going to be, you know, misogyny is going to dictate that women get shamed for shit, but fuck all that. It might be another wave of me too off of this shit. Cause, cause, <laughs> cause niggas showed themselves and it was the way that, that yeah, it was the way that foul niggas 100%. acted. That was the end of freak Nick. And that is the overarching story. Yeah, because if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe Freaknik was like developed for women who wanted to be liber to go out, have fun, be liberated, but for everybody to enjoy that and celebrate that aspect of of everything. So, like, of course, you know, if you the women going like you said, misogyny going to play a role in women going to feel a certain way, men going to feel a certain way if they see such and such, you know, from accounting Cheryl from accounting on one of these videos, but. If if Jim from sales is is recording with the same the same look that young Kanye is giving me <laughs> yeah. in this video, <laughs> like uh, yeah, he's just as creepy. creepy, just as wild. I seen then niggas I mean, is, niggas is on about the fence like mode. This. One nigga, I seen niggas talk about this is like this jump is being put out to 
to destroy the black man. I'm like, look, player, it ain't even <laughs> look, it ain't even that deep. Cause the white the white men and women got fucked up these past two documentaries with the Fire Fest and the Woodstock ninety nine. I was just about to say so, that. I mean, you know, what yes. is whatever's yep. gonna come home, you better be ready to sow that, you know, shit. And I want to say that we mentioned Freak Nick when I was when we were talking about Woodstock yeah. ninety nine. That I think we said something to the effect of if the Freak Nick videos come out, y'all have a whole like a lot mm-hmm. of people got a lot of explaining to do, and that's everybody. Whether it's like you said, Cheryl from accounting or Phil in in finance, like <laughs> you're on this video, bruh. Like it's it's there were some things that were accepted and some things that weren't accepted but unreported and things that were done that were everybody agreed was nasty, but nobody the laws and, and the the social acceptance of those things dictated that the victims would be put under horrendous yeah. scrutiny um, if they were to come forward. And I think this is going to be triggering a lot of people our age and a little bit older um, depending on how they frame this documentary. If they try to frame, like I said last week, if they try to frame this up as it was all great, it was a good thing, nobody, then that's wrong. You got to do you got to share a little bit of both. You got it. Tell me about the positive impact, what it was for, why why it was developed, what it was supposed to embody. Yes, do that. Yes. Also tell us where it went wrong and what you learned from this and how festivals now are doing things to control or to help prevent instances like this from happening because since Woodstock 99 I have to be I have to be very very careful about where I go with big crowds um seeing that documentary and kind of already knowing a little bit from people that we know that attended Freak Nick some of the shit that went down I've always been worried about going to big crowd shit without my crew yeah I, so, I really just I hope um, that it really I don't know brings about conversations about consent. Like I said last week when we just touched on it briefly, it's it's a, mm-hmm. a situation where you can clearly see the difference. Like you said, this is a contest, something. This woman is choosing to pop her thing. She is not she's signing up to to get down, throw her throw her booty, and then the the next chick in the pink is waiting her turn. Nobody signed up to be touched. Nobody signed up to be fondled. Nobody signed up to be attacked. Mm-hmm. I think what what people need to take from this is is understanding what it means for people who decide to wear what they want to wear, do what they want to do, versus people who move in violation of that and decide to impose their will on another person. I hope that people learn a little bit more about that coming through with this documentary. <clears throat> Well said. Let's move on. A proposed sexual health bill in Florida could see young girls banned from discussing periods and menstruation in school until grade six. The Republican-led bill is likely to be signed into law by Governor Ron DeSantis. This dude is fucking evil. 
completely fucking evil. <laughs> what the fuck? Why can't young girls talk to each other or their classmates or young boys about their cycle? What would <laughs> I'm 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 gonna turn into what <laughs> what like information- what the fuck? This information what needs is the to be discussed in health classes before sixth grade because I don't know about you, Greece, but I was dealing with my cycle before I got to sixth grade. And some people don't have the capacity, don't have the capacity 100%. as parents to yes. discuss this with their children and and health issues. And that's what this is. This is health. This is not even like sexual health. This is just health. This is just something that happens whether you choose to engage in sex or not. It's just something mm-hmm. that happens if you were born with a uterus and the discussion of it is not the problem. So all of this type of stuff is really weird to me where the things that people don't want to be talked about, it's all things that are not only necessary, but are also very benign. So where is your brain going if you think it's a problem for periods to be discussed before sixth grade like that's the issue that i have and and like this is crazy and egregious uh kansas is trying to have genital inspections to make sure that trans kids aren't playing sports and i swear on everything y'all mother like parents i'm not one but honest to god parents y'all need to get up and y'all need to be y'all need to get in on these these state laws that are coming up because they're really just trying to legislate being able to be inappropriate with your kids or leave your kids out here with, with lack of information. And that shit is dangerous. I don't, I'm not seeing enough pushback and I don't care how Christian you are or whatever. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with a health professional, a health teacher talking about periods. It makes good sense, but there's everything wrong with anybody anywhere. And again, it's another state, it's Kansas, but anybody talking about inspecting your kids genitals to make sure that they can play soccer fuck that y'all need to start y'all need to pipe up and start seeing this shit for what it really is and if you want to protect your kids think about what really does protect them that's information and that's niggas staying the fuck up out of their drawers like this shit is this shit is uh, i don't know man y'all i'm sorry who who's doing the inspecting? Are you gonna have a medical profession professional at every single Fuck that. sporting event? Nobody a male is doing the woman? inspection. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, like what? What? I'm trying to. I, I feel you, but I'm just saying, like, what is the? Because these are the same people who are in fear of right she- sexual predators, right? So wouldn't you if if I am a person in support of this type of legislation, you've got to have the right person inspecting genitals. So I just need, I, I need y'all to make it make sense to me. Who is doing it? Who Who is okay in your eyes to pull down your kid's trousers and look to make sure that they are the, the gender that you, that, that that's whatever for this sport, like wh- whatever the case may be. What what professional person do you trust to do this on a regular basis? Like this isn't your doctor. This isn't somebody that your child has dealt with 
been with from the time that that they were little. This is somebody, this is effectively a stranger that you're mm-hmm. assuming to be a professional. Like, how does this make sense to y'all? I, I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. And I really don't understand what nine-year-old T. Greasy could possibly say to eight-year-old Janelle at school that would make y'all right. come up with a bill like this so that we can't compare notes on cramping and maybe maybe Janelle is mm-hmm. using a product that my mom doesn't know about that I, that helps with this pain or bloating or discomfort or what like what what are we talking about here what the fuck are we talking Shit about is madness and and for us to continually think that kids are so immature to not have I'm sending my kid to school to learn. I'm sending my school, my, my kid to school to get socialized, to have friends, to share experiences with these friends and to also learn. And part of learning, I would have never learned how to better take care of myself outside of what my parents limited experience was because technology has advanced so much since they were dealing with the issues that I'm dealing with, if not for being in a public school with other women who were going through the same thing, I would come home and say, Hey ma, I want to try this. I heard about this pill. This pill is, you know, I'm taking Tylenol. Tylenol is, is out of my system in four hours. If I'm supposed to stay here in school during this time of the month, I need something a little stronger. Mm -hmm. And my friends were telling me about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the conversations we're having. We're not talking about, I don't even know what they, like I said, I don't know what the fuck they think is going on in schools. Yeah. And, and it's disgusting. All of it's disgusting. All right. So I posted this and we're moving on before I get too fired up. Twitter goes in on Beyonce and accuses her of failing to support Chloe Bailey's new album. Someone, this is a quote that says she thinks she's above promoting anything. Um, I found this interesting only because of slide. <laughs> what was it, Ms. Janelle? Nine, mm-hmm. you said. Uh, which said, what, what the <laughs> fuck do y'all expect her to do? Yo. what exactly do y'all want Beyonce to do with Chloe give me something that should specifically be her responsibility and not Columbia's name me one other label that would give one fourth of what Chloe has already gotten to an artist that doesn't have a top 10 hit please list them this was my point how many weeks ago when we started talking about (laughs) Chloe I've never seen this kind of leeway with an artist that has had yet to achieve a top 10, top five. She was dropping singles for two years. I've never seen an artist get this much singles for two years. What are y'all talking about? And they worried about a fucking post. She ain't post her record. What? Do you know how many? 
What, what the fuck? People are really delusional and don't understand how business works. This is the same shit y'all pull on hip hop. Y'all keep that shit over there. When 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 M when when fucking Rick Ross and them don't tweet Wale's project, that that's the shit I expect y'all to hear over there. Like, Rick Ross not fucking with Wale anymore. Like what the fuck? Come on, Slim. What the fuck are we talking about? This is pop shit. Y'all y'all trying to apply hip hop shit to pop shit? Totally different. But can I just? I'm a I'm a step back. I'm a step back and I'm gonna say this. It's ridiculous. Right? I might be ignorant to the to what it is for young folks now because a lot of people were talking about she ain't post her album and all of that shit and I don't live in a realm where I give a fuck about any of that so in that respect I will leave room I will leave space if we have younger listeners first of all I don't know what you're doing and I want you to be outside more but if we have younger listeners who can explain to me liberate yourself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who who can explain to me what what why I'm, I I understand the exposure and how you know how many followers Beyonce has probably compared to Chloe or whatever but do y'all really need somebody to post something to make you interested in seeing it cuz that's that's something that I I honestly don't understand I don't care who posts about something I am a person who was not Chloe's target audience and I knew that her album was dropping I knew about all of her singles as they came, as they led up to this. I don't give a fuck if I saw somebody post anything about it, but I would take, I would listen to a younger person who could tell me the significance of that and, and why that matters so much. I will do that. Mm-hmm. I don't get that shit. I don't get it. Like that shit matters when you move, when it's a bunch of unsigned niggas and y'all moving as a unit, and your nigga, you one of your niggas ain't repost your shit. Come on, bro, what we doing? We trying to promote my shit. We try, it's for all of us. We trying to get on. I get on, you get on type shit. First of all, we know that Chloe, we know Beyonce fuck with Chloe and up. Like, so uh, it's redundant for her to repost some shit. Same shit with the, the Rick Raw, the MMG shit was stupid. Like, why do I, you don't need that nigga to repost your shit. They know that you're affiliated with MMG. We know Chloe's affiliated with Beyonce. Like you said, we knew her album was dropping, had dropped. And I still yeah. have not listened to the motherfucker. So, I, yeah, I don't get that shit. Yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, if the three of us, I'm the only one that listened to it at least once. I, I was looking for something. I wanted to, I'm, I'm looking for something that I thought I would get. I, I thought I would get something like uh, Chloe and Haley because mm-hmm. I like their music. This is totally different. And to your point, Miss Janelle, like this shit is, it, it's not for me. The Chloe and Haley projects, I can, I can lean into a few of them. The music was uh, relatable. Uh, the lyrics sometimes were a little, they skewed a little more, a little less mature than what I wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. But overall, the vibes, I like to hear different takes and newer takes on R and B pop. So I really fucked with their sound and how they were navigating um, as a unit. Now, Chloe's trying to do a pop thing. That's totally different. And I saw it and I still wanted to give it a, a shot because mm-hmm. I heard some promising shit. You know what I'm saying? And I might go back to it later. Who knows? I don't know. 
But I really feel like this is a, this goes beyond mm-hmm. what Beyonce could have done. This is again going back to people taking a look at Chloe and Haley as kids and not allowing them to grow up and talk about mature topics and things of that nature. And this is not the first time that this has happened. A lot of former kid artists have this same struggle. It's just more in mm-hmm. our face because of social media. But I can name a lot of a lot of our favorite artists weren't taken seriously as adults. If you just think about in recent hist- in recent memory, uh Omarion coming mm-hmm. out of B2K, there was a lot of pushback when he went solo. There was a lot of pushback when he decided to talk a little mm-hmm. more sensual. It was like, what is this little kid talking mm-hmm. about? Same thing with Bow Wow. Bow Wow, we knew Bow Wow is this cute little kid doing a Harlem Shake, dancing around. Soon as he became a man and wanted to have a more mature content and be serious about his lyrics, be serious about his pen, right. nobody wanted to take him seriously. It's a lot of people we won't let out of a sh- out of a certain box, and and you know we can say it's it happens to be a little bit more, not even a little bit. It happens to be more detrimental to women artists in particular. Mm-hmm. If we see you as a kid, now you grow up. This, they did this bullshit to Britney. They did the same thing to Christina right. Aguilera. We've seen this before. Some could say it's a little more because of Chloe being a black American, like somehow there's an extra layer of protection that people are trying to (laughs) wrap their Southern Baptist (laughs) coats or capes around. I don't know, but it's not something that we haven't seen, Mm -hmm. seen before is, is what I'm saying. And I think I struggled like a couple of weeks ago, I was struggling with that a little bit. Like why they, why they keep fun? Why they attacking her? And, and part of that is, it's never been this in our face for me. I understand some of the pushback and I remember some of the pushback from other artists making that transition from child star or teenage star to uh, adulthood, but it wasn't this blatant in your face type of, it wasn't in real time. Let me put it like that. Like every day I open up my app and I see somebody else talking about how Chloe's doing something like how she's trying to be something she's not and Slim, we have no that, idea who the fuck Chloe that was is. the piece where so you know chill. we skipped that story last week about that person who who gave that analysis about what was going on with chloe but what what i really want our people to stop doing mm-hmm. is assuming you know so much character and 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 dre said it best is every nigga with dreads for the cause and that that statement itself I think speaks to how we take one's appearance and try to assign characteristics to them that they have otherwise not shown us. And I think we saw two children with locks and they seemed wholesome and they're playing instruments and and everything that we associate with what is quote unquote, a good and proper young, young black person. That's what Chloe and Hallie gave us. They're getting older. We don't know who these young ladies are. And mm-hmm. the thing about it is people are getting mad like, like bird behavior doesn't happen between age 18 and 25 for, for all girls. We all come out. The, the little mini hawk 
comes out and we mm-hmm. we might be sounding logical one minute mm-hmm. and then it just <laughs> turns into oh you know what i mean we just the, the chicken hawk <laughs> right the <laughs> chicken <laughs> hawk the the foghorn leghorn something comes out the chicken boo whatever it, it's gonna jump out because we didn't know anything we're young we're figuring mm-hmm. shit out chloe is figuring shit out and 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 the person that was commenting on it before was like oh she's a girl who we 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 knew had sense and she's trying to make music for chicks who don't have sense we don't know shit about that girl we don't know what she knows y'all saw her y'all saw her and her sister y'all assumed something about them did y'all drive that right Right. Where, where, where did you have a conversation with her where do you know that she's not a bird (laughs) <laughs> have y'all have y'all driven down the neighborhood? Like that's Where, the yeah. part that I think you know we we assign <laughs> shit to people based on what we think is going on with them, and that was heavily due to just their appearance. If she had come up and and she and her sister came up with with bust down wigs mm-hmm. and and lashes and looking crazy all through their teens, we wouldn't be thinking about her content the way that that we are. You know what I mean? And we gotta we Not gotta get all. ourselves out of that fuck shit. It would be way more accepted. Yep. She'd probably be yep. going it's, gold. Oh, niggas is grown enough to yeah. already know this shit. You know the junk you graduated from high school with was quiet reserve. You linked up with her or something off the off the sudden. Oh, I see you now. I ain't I ain't yeah, you looking you done grew up since high school and you realize she ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was all a lie. It was, yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta chill mm-hmm. off that. That's a hundred percent. A lot of the women that we went to school with that were considered or 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 regarded as upper echelon mm. wind up working at Giant <laughs> when I came. <laughs> and no. not to say Giant is not a good but job just- to have, but the fucking pedestal y'all put these women on yeah. was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like it it it's not just for some people high school is the peak and that's where they that's the best you going to get out of them as far as your perception of what they're supposed to be. But again, that's your perception of what they're supposed to be. That does not state that it has nothing to do with who they actually are. She might have been a high school thing and right. I can't wait to right. get the giant. You know what I'm saying? Because my life you know that's a that's a step above where I came from. This is the next level up. If I could get to Giant, maybe my kid could get to blah blah blah, become district manager, regional manager, and executive. Whatever the case may be, we got to stop putting these labels and, that's and the shit thing. on on people. And this is one of those things. Like I hate that I'm caping for this so hard, but I just feel like even as somebody who doesn't particularly care for her music, like. Give it a break, yeah, man. Like, Give these girls I, a break. You and I discussed Greece before. Like, if if anybody really paid attention to Ungodly Hour, they was on bird shit anyway. Then, but again, the music was just more cohesive. Like the sound 100%. was just more of a, like it was more sonically pleasing. You're saying, you know, you've listened to it. You're saying that Chloe's album is rather disjointed because they threw everything at it, and that's that's the thing. Like. I listen, I li- fuck that. I listen to Scissor. Mm-hmm. I listen to Summer Walker. I listen to Squawking Birds all day. That's not the problem. 
sonically, yes. they have yeah. made cohesive yeah. projects. And that's what I'm looking for. And so that just might be what's going mm-hmm. on with Chloe. They threw so much at this. They have so much. She hasn't found her way as far as her sound. And that's okay. The sound. Yes. Yes. I know what I'm, it's, it's almost like they did the Chris Brown treatment on her album, but Chris Brown is already an established pop artist for him to have the amount of songs on an album that don't mm-hmm. flow. It's okay because he's already reached a certain level of, I've come to expect a dance song, a soul, a super soulful R and B song, a more hip hop bouncy type shit, some mm-hmm. Afro beats, so, you know what I'm saying? I could see throwing all those different styles at a Chris. I could see throwing all those different styles at a Rihanna. I could see even Beyonce putting together an album with all those different sounds. But even Beyonce, to a certain degree, mm-hmm. she finds a lane and she kind of stays in it. One thing I could say about Beyonce's last two or three albums right. is the sound is the sound for the whole album. And that's what was missing from Chloe. Like you said, SZA. Uh, uh, fucking um, Ari Lennox, uh, uh, Lucky Day. Let's get some fellas mm-hmm. involved. Uh, Masego. Once they find a pocket, well, Masego, they you just have this flow of just this sound. Just it, it makes sense. Track one after track two, yeah, track yeah, three after. You know what I'm saying? Like it just to to jumble it up. Yeah, yeah. But we talk, yeah. I think I'm off of it. I think I've been on my soapbox enough about this. Um, because I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm caping. I have no idea. But I just feel a certain way about the way this thing looks and how people yeah, are talking I'm, about it. I I'm right there like, with you. She's I'm still right there young. with you. Leave her alone. Like give yeah. let her give her a chance to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> In other news, we have the Drew Hill Mass Choir hitting the stage this summer. There are 13 members of Drew Hill. (laughs) There are seven members of Drew Hill now. You have Cisco, Nokio, Jazz. Those are the three of the original members. I think Woody left. Then you have Tao, (laughs) which I've never seen before. Skola, came in right after. <laughs> we're all very familiar with Miss Janelle more than more than others. <laughs> I'm gonna holler at Miss Janelle in Walmart. Uh, and then Smoke in Black, which I'm looking at Black and I'm like, why do I know this swole nigga? And then I looked at Smoke and I was like, oh, yeah. that's Player. So yeah, I'm I'm. I'm not mad at this group. It looks they look ridiculously dressed. The dragon this is picture crazy. Is nuts. Nokio's hat. <laughs> what season the is it? The dragon looks crazy. You can already tell this is we gonna go be from a t-shirts to fur. Slim. Like there's a fur. Somebody's got their arms out. To leathers. Yeah. <laughs> there's spike on leathers. There's fur on leathers. There's Nokio's hat. I don't know what he's giving us. He's giving us a Vladimir Putin hat. 
the the chain sizes are nuts. I would love to see the full body. I feel like this was structured in a way because from the waist down, it looks nuts. Like the waist down of this picture probably, probably is boots, <laughs> Running shoes. Oh, slim. Leather Loafers. pants. <gasps> oh, yeah. There's definitely, definitely oh, a pair oh, of leather pants leather. between. It's over over under on leather pants. Three, the, or, oh, three. Oh, three. Over under uh, on uh, leather uh, pants. It's over two and yeah. a half. Three? It's over two and a half. Yeah. Okay. And and the half is yeah, serious because yeah, I think, okay. so we all I think three. somebody got <laughs> half leather, three. half something else on their pants. I'm not above. (laughs) (laughs) Slim. This group, what I will say about Drew Hill, the blending of voices has been phenomenal. They figure it out. Adding black and smoke to the mix I am super curious of what this is going to sound like. And not on some old car wreck shit. Like, I'm excited. I'm actually, I love Player as a group. I love Drew Hill as a group. So I'm like, I'm really feeling this show. However, they are coming (laughs) here in the hottest month at an outdoor venue. (laughs) And it's not worth me sitting at, at July 15th outside in Atlanta to see this show. I need them to be my inside thing, with my some biggest AC. thing with this group. I don't know I don't know anything about, about Tao. Um but for the rest of them, Scola included, if musicianship reigns supreme, it'll be an amazing thing. If egos reign supreme, it'll be trash. Because I think they all know what to do with their voices. It'll still be an amazing thing. You, you feel me, though? They all know what to do with their voices. They all have voices. Then it, it could be dope, but... 100%. It could also turn into something else. It's the same. I guess I'm excited because of T- okay. TGT. Um, TGT worked now I didn't go see them live but I really did love the album it was one of my favorite R&B albums that came out that year and still I go back to it quite often Um, and it gives me vibe you know what this gives me like day 26 vibes like a bunch of solo singers that just got together and, and could but they put I mean but it's some great day 26 has some great songs and I wouldn't mind seeing this perform live. Is all I'm saying. I'm I'm super excited about this. I could be way off, hey, man. but you know what? If they come back in the <laughs> indoor venue, I'm gonna check like, them out. This is yeah. more like day 57. Though. <laughs> like... This is day 46. <laughs> this is day 46. We're a little bit older. Some of the cheekbones are no longer present. Mm-hmm. Nokia. I didn't even know who Nokia was. See, the good thing about being fat when you're in your 20s <laughs> is Niggas gonna know that who when you're jazz. in your 40s and 50s. Jazz looks normal. Jazz yeah. is recognizable. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cisco looks a little mm. bit older, but he's kept his physique pretty much, you know, he's recognizable. 
smoke to to the most to you know I say he might have put on a little bit of LBs, but you can still recognize him. But the rest of these bammers that first of all I I still don't know. I couldn't identify Skola. Like you gotta put Skola up there. You gotta Skola gotta walk into the building you at yeah. and have Skola nah, over his Skola, head. Skola is he's On a Times New Roman ass nigga. Yeah. He is like your standard black man face. So that yeah, he's always been <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Tal, like, there's not enough for me. There's not enough uh, data yet. I need more information, and then maybe I can have a have a, a review. But yeah, no, Nokia, Nokia, Nokia. yeah, you gotta. I know. <laughs> well, that's like Nokia. Really, come on. You, you, the, the group came out at the height of the Nokia phone. Like, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough for us. Let's move on. Um, here's what Capital One exiting floor plan financing could mean for the car market. Now, I stumbled across this car dude on Instagram who said Capital One dealerships are about to change, and this is why. And basically, it has to do with Capital One not financing dealers, dealerships buying a bunch of new cars just to have them on their lot. Now, C Major, I put mm-hmm. you on this. I told you to do some more digging. And kind of give me the meat of the story. But I can say during our recent car shopping trip that I it was noticeable to me. There wasn't a lot of inventory. And at first, my thought was maybe there's still some issue at the shipyards or maybe there's still some shit just sitting. But this kind of makes sense. If Capital One is no longer financing dealerships so they can buy all these cars to just sit. Um. Then what's happening? See, major, give me, give me the layman's terms. Um. So basically, throughout the pandemic, Capital One and different entities like that were eating off dealerships because um, one you got people because the the floor plan basically, like I said, they're fronting dealerships the new vehicles. But after like, and it's crazy. I think I don't even think it's like a full month. It's like after like twenty something days. Each vehicle is accruing daily interest mm. that once the vehicle mm. sold or the, the you know the dealership has to pay that back to Capital One. And that during the time, especially during the pandemic, when people aren't coming out and businesses are closing early, motherfuckers eating. Then on top of that, during the pandemic, you had there was an issue with the there was a chip shortage that wasn't allowing vehicles to even be shipped to the dealership to even be shipped to the dealership. So that was holding up the process of even getting your inventory there. So dealerships, I know my dealership, they just got, all right, fuck that. Because the thing is, when it, when it comes to different brands with, with uh, cars, you have your customer. So motherfuck Honda customers going to mm-hmm. fuck with Honda. Mazda customers yep. going to fuck with Mazda all around the board. Oh, y'all still dealing with that? It's still on in production though, right? Well, look, I'm interested. I know I want it. Put me down on this list. When it comes in, I'm going to come get it. I don't need to test drive it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see it. I, everything's online. So it's, it's no longer a model that's going to be profitable for entities like Capital One to, you know, rank up, you know, rack up an easy dollar. Gotcha. And, and now, and when I talk to my GM, 
he was basically saying they don't even like the entity entity they use to get their vehicles is nowhere near that same structure and it's yeah they, it's different options out there for dealership to get their vehicles and the customer has adjusted so this was like capital one is not only offering predatory credit cards and loans no, to yeah. consumers <laughs> they're offering predatory loans <laughs> yes. to dealerships as well <laughs> But I like you. You you touched on something with that major. You touched T-Bone on something hit with me that major because you know I'm in the market for a new whip, and mm-hmm. I kept running into mm-hmm. when am I going to be able to see this shit in the fucking dealership? When am I going to get to see it? When am I going to see it? And mm-hmm. I get I kept getting told, well, if you order it with us, we'll have it here in a couple months, and you know, but they're not just going to have my vehicle just sitting there Mm -hmm. but if i say yeah i'm i'm about to come back for this corolla cross then they'll make sure they have it for me in a in a set amount of time and Mm -hmm. i i heard that from several different toyota dealers so i okay it it makes sense now why they're pushing the whole you set up your whip on the and people are even like motherfuckers they're Oh, is the the delay? But now motherfuckers is um motherfuckers are setting they're setting up yeah order for me and I'm putting this down yeah. already. So like mm-hmm. they, they, yeah. they motherfuckers ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean my my old my roommate the lady I was staying with last year did the same thing. She was on a wait list. She ordered the vehicle. She she but uh, it was a brand new make, mm-hmm. a brand new model that that particular um, make was coming up with. So um, it was, a everything was online. Like there weren't any sitting on the, that was the first time I experienced that, but I thought initially that was because of the chip shortage and things of that nature. But even in us purchasing our vehicle, it was one of those things where we don't have that color, but if you ordered it, we can get it here. Um, if you want something to drive away today, mm-hmm. which we did because our vehicle was smoking, um, <laughs> then I have this color available. And that's one of those. Th- and, and they have updated these dealerships now that they can put whatever in it right away, like that day, like not even that day. But you know what I mean? Like if you're if the model that you want has something and they don't have it on, they don't have that particular model mm-hmm. on the lot. There may be options for you mm-hmm. yeah. to get it added they add, to the they, vehicle. They, all the time right they come there. to us. Hey, how much is it going to cost to install these roof racks? To install this wireless charger? Yep. Yeah, it's this amount of hours. Okay, all right. Part said it's going to be this. They redraft your deal. Okay, your vehicle is going to now cost this, and we can set up this mm-hmm. appointment on this day because this is when the part's going to be in, or the part's already here. So if you don't mind waiting, or if you want to set up another, yeah, motherfuckers, they they work their way around this shit. Yeah. Yeah, they they you know you sign you tell them the car you want and then they send another lady out and <laughs> they sent another lady out to talk to us. Okay, we see you got this now. If you wanted to add, you know, mm-hmm. all weather mats, no, 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 like the whole nine. So it's not even like the, the ways of buying cars is totally different. And I thought this was very interesting, given you know my recent experience, and then also um, like Miss Janelle's about to buy a car. I know some other people who are in the market. The pandemic is kind of um shifted the way things are done and this may be we may be on our way to a carvana like mm-hmm. experience 
without the big vending machine staying, you know, sitting in the middle of the city. But um, I thought this was interesting. Oh, T Boom hit me to Capital One. Yeah. Capital One would get it, give anybody a credit oh, card. Oh, absolutely. The difference, though, the difference, though, is if your credit card, if your silver cash credit card has a one written out, you're getting a special rate. <laughs> oh, no. So you talk about like the Capital One logo on my card? No, it says Silver Cash, and then right under that, it's spelled out. Oh yeah, one. Because the people with better credit don't have the Mm -hmm. one under their Silver Cash. So just a little tip: (laughs) if you get pre-approved. And that little, whatever it is, Saver, Venture, yeah. what the fuck they got, VentureX, all of their Capital One brands, there's a there's a VentureX, and then there's a Venture, and then there's a Venture One. <laughs> and if you're one, you're at the starting line. You got to work your way up to a Venture, VentureX, and get the proper interest rate. But if, you, if you're if you at a Venture One, I advise you to pay <laughs> the balance every as month. A, as a Capital... One. I just need something for when I'm traveling. As a Capital yeah. One customer, because their, their Venture card and that quicksilver have great rewards and shit attached to them um it's very interesting because i i have a a very good rate with them but i do know that they are primarily in the business of improving or getting people started in the credit game which is a good which is a good business for them to be in yes um but you're yes. right, though. They do have cards. They will give them to anybody. Um, they have secured cards as well. And if you're going to, just a tip for people who are starting or rebuilding mm-hmm. your credit, get one of their secured credit cards because you're less likely to fall into the gutter with it because you're, if you're able to deposit $1,000 with them, that will be your limit. If you're mm-hmm. able to deposit $1,500, that will be your limit. But They've got something you're you're backing your own credit card with them, but you still get treated as if you are a cre- a full credit customer. But they do have a lot of products yep. to help you out. You can a lot of rewards. Thank you for correct. I was I don't know where I got silver cash from. But <laughs> Quicksilver. <laughs> Quicksilver is the name. Oh, that's the. So if you ha- if you are a customer that has the you know the letter is written out one, you you're you're like you know you're you're not exactly <laughs> Team C, but you're not Team A either. So pay, pay off your yeah. <laughs> pay down your credit, keep it under thirty percent of usage, and be on time. And they will because they will, and I personally. This has happened to me. Yeah. They will offer you the next card. They're like, oh shit, you you've been on it. You've been on it for about six months. Your utilization is pretty good. You're under 30%. You're paying on time. Let's mm-hmm. let's get you out of that card and get you into a new card. They are really good at at that. So um, but you know, for those who struggle with credit, that one will get you. You gotta know what you're doing, because that interest rate is bananas. All right, let's keep things going. 
where are we at on time, C Major? Uh, 122. Okay, let's wrap it up with like, let's do two more stories. Arrest made in San Francisco killing a Bob Lee tech exec's alleged killer also worked in tech. Um, Mission Local is informed that the San Francisco Police Department early this morning made an arrest in the April 4th killing of tech exec Mm -hmm. Bob Lee. Boy, they move fast on this one, didn't they? Tech exec millionaire. I think that had something to do with it. Uh, Following an operation undertaken uh, outside the city's borders. They went outside the city's borders to find his killer. The alleged killer also worked in tech and is a man uh, purportedly new. We are told that police today were dispatched to Emeryville with a warrant to arrest a man named Nima Momeni. Uh, The name and Emeryville address SFPD officers traveled to correspond with this man, the owner of a company called Expand IT. Multiple police sources have described a pre-dawn knifing last week, um, which left the 43-year-old Lee dead in a deserted section of downtown San Francisco as neither a robbery attempt nor a random attack. Rather, Lee and Momemi were report were portrayed by police as being familiar with one another. In the wee hours of April 4th, they were purportedly driving to this Yes. <laughs> this author really likes purportedly. Uh driving together through downtown San Francisco in a car registered to the suspect. So I just found this interesting because they found that killer boy right away. Because we weren't supposed to be concerned. We weren't supposed to be what concerned about FedNet dropping the next day. So this right here takes the takes the mm-mm. Hey man, it, it removes the foil hats from people who think that there might have been some people who had a problem with the head of Cash App. That's all. It, my foil I'm saying hat got bigger. this story was supposed to help foil. us <laughs> detach the foil hats. Yes. Oh, purportedly, purportedly, to help us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was grab more foil. Slip the fuck out of here. Okay. Yeah. C major. It's hold on. I was. I had to get prepared. I wasn't prepared for this joke. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Last last story of the day, the NFL, NFL related hometown team for C Major and I grew up loving this team and hating them at the same time. So much pain endured in young C Major's life, never having witnessed the championship game ever. But we are here now. And this is breaking news as of Friday. Dan Snyder reportedly sells commanders to Josh Harris ownership group. The reason I play this freeway. For six billion. Because Josh Harris is the same brother that turned around the Philadelphia 76ers organization. Yes. Turned around the New Jersey Devils. We ain't focused on Jersey. I'll find some uh, some, uh, red man, maybe some button a little later, but. Honestly, I don't even. I don't even maybe he might not even be a football nigga. <laughs> it don't matter. No, it don't matter. You know what? I, you know the best part of this. I've never heard of his name before, but I do know that the teams that you mm-hmm. just named are doing well. That and is I heard. Brilliant. Yeah, and I heard. I don't yeah, need. To I don't know need who to he know is. who he is because I heard he's hands off. 
but I heard he rolled with a tight crew of niggas who know this shit. Hey. That's all I need. That's all I want is a, is a, is a, is a dude that really wants to win and can get out the way and hire people. Like, Dan Snyder don't even move like yeah. a billionaire. Like, he... You don't move like... Think about every time mm-hmm. you've seen Dan, Miss Janelle. Every time you see a press conference and he pull up, he looks does like he a, look like a millionaire? Do he got the swagger? He do looks he like the predator talk? that they claim he is in that lawsuit uh, about the, the women employees. Word. That's great. That's hey, real shit. Room? That's exactly what that, he looks like. Right. Oh, yeah, that Marriott Bomb boy. So this is an official yeah. official. <laughs> I, just, what about, I saw that man, the ad like popped up on trips. the top of the page. I was like, "You wrote, you booked your room." <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Wichita, you know, uh, there might be a spot in Wichita that this that might be associated with okay. Bonvoy. That they got a know, lovely points program. Fuck up, but other than that, no. I told C Major I used to be a just a Marriott Rewards. They switched the bond boy, and I I didn't fill out the necessary paperwork to get my points transferred because I'm lazy. But yeah, mm-hmm. T Boom is on it. Matter of fact, C Major was like, "Does anybody got anybody a member of Bond Boy? Like, how can I book this room and?" T Boom was like, "Don't yeah. worry, I got Next, it." Like she, she said, didn't even say, do. "Don't worry, I got it." She was like, "Hold on, let me look into no. something." Next thing you know, she's like, "Check your email. <laughs> your book. Your I, I don't worry. I, I, your book. Your book, Mister Neil." I'm like, "Hold on, you put in my." She put in everything accurate. She put in information I didn't even know she had. <laughs> <laughs> According to your social, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I see you're celebrating your birthday with us. <laughs> T Boo, like, don't worry. Oh, you Yo, ain't got. Oh, no worry about it. I get point these points. Vicious, Hold on, bro. Boy. I got it. Don't point wait life right is there. Lovely. <laughs> it is, man. It's it's crucial. It's crucial. So, according to the news mm-hmm. reports, because again, none mm-hmm. of this is finalized. The NFL's got to do what they got to do mm-hmm. a ritual, sacrifice yeah. a goat, whatever the fuck they need to do. Um, Six billion would be the highest uh, valued team to sell in sports history. And, you know, we'll see how that shakes out. But it's one of the reasons why several other groups have backed out because that number was just too much. Um, I don't blame. I don't blame Dan for trying to get as much as he can, given the hot water he might get right after this. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fees, a lot of shit he need to wrap up. So, um, uh, one thing to note: Magic Johnson is part of the group. Uh, but even that, I, I don't mind hearing that name that that puts some it puts somebody of color in the ownership seat. Uh, I don't know what stake he has, but um, like you said, C Major, like Josh, only turns 
franchises, franchises around. around. So I'm in, I'm very anxious and interested to to see what he's able to do once this sale is finalized. Shout out to shout out the button. Shout out to <laughs> yeah. Freeway. <laughs> we taking Red your man. juice. <laughs> Tyreek, Red Black Man, Oak. shout out to everybody shout out in to Jersey. Everybody in Philly and, and Jersey. Shout out to <laughs> right? Shout yeah. out to Quest. <laughs> Jill Scott. Yeah, shout out to everybody. I in do want to tell us. <laughs> Petey Crack. Petey Crack. <laughs> you know I gotta say Petey Crack. <laughs> we gotta say Petey Crack. Hey. I'm keeping Petey Crack. I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's, it's, it, it was it was a time. I'm, that's all I'm saying. You had to be there. That's all I got. I, I want y'all to. Uh, I do you want to be us there. Washington local fans to understand. It, it's more than likely we're dealing with an actual competent owner. Might be looking at we really going to look at a rebuild. So there's going to be maybe a couple 100%. more seasons of of subpar. Um, but we we're actually working in the right direction this time around. So we're headed in the right direction. There's going to be a rebuild. Some things are going to change. I would love for Josh to really reconsider to, to consider moving the franchise Mm. back to the city. Mm. I don't know where yet, but even if it's just over the bridge, just somewhere close to the city. So the, so the fans can get to it. It'd be really nice. I don't know how he runs things in Philly. I haven't been to a 76ers game. Um, or you said the New Jersey you said the yeah. New Jersey Devils yeah. he owns too. I've never been to a New Jersey Devils game, but it would I would love to see some type of blend of accessibility for the fans that have been here for a long time, like my man does here in Atlanta, making the concessions affordable. Um, it'd be really nice to see something, you know, a blend of accessibility for fans that don't really have it like that. That it's a it's an experience to go to a game versus uh, what we've been experiencing the past 20 plus years. It will also be really cool to go to the stadium close to the mm-hmm. Capitol. Like when they show the primetime footage, when, he, when we have a primetime game, it always pisses me off that they show, they have that one shot of the Capitol <laughs> and the monument Not at night. Bell Haven. You fast forward. <laughs> and they <laughs> like, over in Landover. <laughs> Well, nigga just robbed me over in Landover, <laughs> right? In the midst, in the middle of two Fucking, five, yeah, yes. <laughs> nigga just just right. jacked me from my hard bottom, right off right. Ricey Road. Like, come on. Yeah. So, and for those of you who aren't familiar with the area, like, if you do what, if you do everything that goes on outside of that stadium. <laughs> It's a wild place. It's just wild. Um, it would be nice for them to tear down that stadium, put some housing up for them for the good folks in Prince George's County, so that they can make use of that fucking right. metro station that's right there. Um, a lot of good positive things can come out of this. So just hopeful that they're able to do that and, and make some positive changes, and and at the same time turn the team around. Let me tell you, That's the XFL great. team about to—they about to take over <laughs> if shit don't get right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Miss Chanel, man. do you have a touchy um, subject for us? 
I, I, I was reading some stuff on Twitter and it gave me pause because I had to think about some things. And so now I want you guys to think about these things. Um, what would you say your values are? Mm. <laughs> she always like she gave yeah, us a break yeah, yeah. last week, <laughs> and then she come back with the she come back with the screwball pitch. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought I could swing at it. And then that shit just went <laughs> like that old school Bugs Bunny cartoon shit. when he's the pitcher. <laughs> um, my values are uh, are insecurity. I want to feel secure. I, I value security. I value financial security. I value my family, my unit, that's who I value. Um, the more I settle into our new home here in Atlanta, I realized that the things that I thought were important are no longer important um, to me. And and that's where my, my values have really shifted to making a good home for us, to making sure we don't need, like it, we're not struggling. We're not you know we can we can make we can make the mortgage payments we can we can get everything we need there's no like the security part man it's it's just about feeling like we stepped out here it's a big responsibility coming somewhere where you don't have a lot of security where you don't have a lot of fallback where the where the fall, where the going home plan is a lot more mm mm-hmm. Expensive, you know what I'm saying? Like, if this doesn't work, boy, that's an interesting way to get back mm-hmm. to Maryland. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, the the point of the 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 value is all about securing uh, a place for us here and making sure that we have everything we need and everybody's comfortable. Nigga, you better, you ain't coming back to Maryland. You better go further south, nigga. That's the only way. That's <laughs> you better go in the slums of. Well, I'm just saying, like when you, you have, gotta, we've been yeah. able to, we've been fortunate enough to stay yeah, with family yeah, yeah. during our hard times. That's what I meant. You know, we've been able to, we've been fortunate enough to have family and friends shelter us in various stages of this move. You know, when we need to come back and do business, we stay with family or friends. So that thing, that that's what I was talking about. But no, nah, I'm with you. <laughs> Uh, as far as like purchasing, like the new setup ain't going to be Maryland. <laughs> <laughs> the new setup might be Alabama. Hey, hey. Like we might have to go yeah, to Alabama or Mississippi yeah. to try to change some things down there. Uh, but I mean, the, the kind of piggyback off because I don't want to say the same shit. But with security comes for me, my values, peace, and happiness. Um, and that's regard whether I'm sitting on the couch chilling with this lovely lap dog here or um you know me and my lady going out kicking it with the cuzzos like we planning to do a little later like that's the shit that the shit that just leaves my blood pressure at a (laughs) at an even till tilt you know what i'm saying like that's that's the shit i value most because those are the times where 
those are the times where you, you, you get those pictures and shit. Like, oh, shit, that was uh, mm-hmm. back in 2004 when me and your uncle was, you know what I'm saying? Like, so those moments with family enjoying just <laughs> the peace and happiness. He's so ready oh, to be an uncle. Yeah. He's so ready to. It, it's gotten bad. Yeah. Like last matter of fact, uh, what was that Easter Sunday? Let me give y'all my recap. Oh hell yeah, the motherfucking Super Bowl. Oh yeah, we got to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that after. I'm a, yeah, peace and happiness are my values, Miss Janelle. Please. Uh, call me. uh <laughs> what I, I I sat with this for a minute because I was like, first I was like, I don't have no values. Fuck everything. Um. But but when I really thought about it at the at the base of everything that I that I do value is freedom. Um, I think about my approach to relationships where, you know, I've often spouted that I'm not in the business of keeping no niggas. But it's also the, the basis of that is. I believe that love is freedom. I don't ever want anybody to be stuck with me or to feel stuck with somebody. Um, I think that that's at the at the crux of me not wanting to have children because that would limit my freedom. It would limit my movement. I value freedom more than I value legacy or whatever the fuck people get from kids or whatever. Um, I value freedom in the sense of that's where, you know, my drive to get more dough comes from because I can buy a lot of my time back from bullshit that I, I don't have to do anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I know how to be broke, <clears throat> but brokenness limits my freedom, limits my movement. Um, I think that I really, really hold dear the idea of being untethered. Um and some might <laughs> some might see that as a lonely a lonely life but i don't like to be bound to shit unnecessarily i don't i don't see any glory in in being held by something um so yeah when when i when i thought about it and mm-hmm. boiled everything down i think that my my true value the thing that I value most is freedom and, and whatever that, whatever that looks like. All right. All right. But thank y'all though. Hey man. That's a great touchy subject, Miss Chanel. Yeah, that was dope. So yeah. Um, thanks for, uh, we, we did not get into the recap of Easter. Um, See, Major, you said you went to the Super Bowl. Oh, man. It was. So I decided. You're the only one of the three that mm-hmm. went to church. So please. And this is my us. first time going in years. It might even be. It, it might have been a decade, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, And I, it wasn't my normal Catholic, you know, pop up for an hour. Hey, what's up, y'all? Let's break <laughs> this bread, drink this wine, dip yeah. out, catch the game and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. I went to uh, Lisa's childhood church, which is actually one of uh, one of uh, the mega churches in this area. It's actually it's right behind us, right across from the base. Mm -hmm. Um, Just just differences off rip. We park. We get there a little bit after when church is supposed to start, which is nine o'clock, about nine, ten, nine, fifteen. We show up. 
So what part of Ed <laughs> right. exactly right part and who shuttled so, you over to the actual <laughs> So we parked in the further spot of the uh parking lot and they had a shuttle bus posted up <laughs> it was like, Yeah, y'all wanna ride? Mm-hmm. As opposed to walking. Yes. Nikki had a, you know, she had on her heels and shit, so we got to ride over to the joint and we get in the joint and again. Catholic nigga, born and raised. Never, I can never get used to walking inside the mega church and just seeing the amount of people that are just already. It's a lot. Slim. It's yeah, a lot. Overwhelming. And but it's yeah. a it's a it's an arena. But as opposed to the United States TSA, the ushers are very helpful and nice <laughs> and friendly, <laughs> and they will yes. find you a seat somewhere. Um, oh, you need two? Yeah, come on, follow me and. So we get up, we get seated, and at this point, probably about nine twenty, about nine forty-five is when the actual service like really begins. And I don't even get an introduction from anybody on a mic or anything. The choir stands up. I got a group. I got two rows of, of motherfucking spiritual dancers <laughs> running in the rows. Oh, I felt like oh. I was in the middle of Can You Feel the Brand New Day from the Wiz. Like, it was like, yo, like, like, yo this is the intro. Like, yeah. no, oh, it's like, lit. Oh, oh. It's hilarious. Was Did it a fuck? Was it flying I'm, on camera? Somewhere, I'm sure. I was, I was so in awe. I'm looking at the... Nobody flew in on cables, which, but we okay. didn't stay the whole time. So I can't confirm or deny that cables weren't involved at some point throughout the whole. That was yeah. the big finale, Mrs. Janelle. You they know had what I'm saying? Out of there motherfucking flowy, flowy whites and youngins with gold shims, shimmery shit on them. And, what the fuck? You know, doing all the spiritual motions. Lo- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. They get started with that. Uh, yeah, y'all gotta see that. And then where we're at, we could still see the front, but they like, fuck it, we we doing it. So they got the Jumbotron screen showing shit. Lisa's sister was doing the interp- mm-hmm. like the sign language interpretations. So like during the intro, Joan, she up there, Joan looked like she interpreted for Beyonce in that bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just oh, yeah. <laughs> rocking. Rocking. <laughs> And then they, you know, the pastor comes out. And so it's a, a pretty, it's, it looks like, of course, it looks like the it's a, a husband and wife that runs the church. Um, but they kind of both take turns talking their shit on the mic. Um, I noticed that there was... I love the way you say <laughs> I'm going to tell you how, how I only know how to describe it. Um, and it looks like... Cause even Lisa came with a notepad and I don't know. I feel like it was her way to time when the fuck we was getting out of there, but everybody else had notepads and they kind of break it down. Like their sermons down in the three main points that they're trying to convey over. So once we got to the three, to the third point, she was like, she, Lisa looked over to me. She was like, um, yeah, you, you ain't fucking with the communion as you. I was like, I haven't fucked with it this long. Why would I just choose to start? Back mm-hmm. now, and we ended up, you know, we ended up sliding out of there because I'm pretty sure it was more to come. Because like, there was a little, I guess, like this was the halftime show where there was a nigga who came up in in full garb, 
explaining about when the when when and Mary Jesus came to check on open, Jesus baby. after he'd been crucified and oh yeah, yeah oh, the yeah. tomb was open. Yeah, now, he is gotta, gone. Yeah. Like they, yeah. <laughs> it's the the reenactment, Joan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they went all in. I mean, Catholic Church used to give us a reenactment. It was fifteen minutes, but they got to it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it was lit at at, at our church, C Major, when the when the organist, uh, yeah, showed yeah. up. Yeah, on the big when the on organist the big showed up, yeah. it was lit. Yeah, yeah. He went when somebody was upstairs. Oh, we were like, "Whoa, there's an upstairs." Yeah. That that's when you knew it was lit. That's when you and knew it was had, Easter or something. That was different. the first time I was like, "Oh, this yeah. service is different." And we had both sopranos this, show up. This is gonna be an hour and ten minutes. Oh, yeah. Boy, we only had two. You about to fuck it up. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Both of them showed up. <laughs> Yo, boy, up there order extra donuts. Oh, maybe we had another box of donuts because it's a lot of motherfuckers in here. Um, <laughs> be like fifty people in here. Uh, T Boom sent us an interesting <laughs> video, <laughs> and you couldn't really see it because she sent it in like a and it was a big group chat, and you know if you have different operating systems in it, the video looks weird. But she posted it to Instagram. The fucking airstrike! And I finally got to see what. I'm like, why she sent us a video of the helicopter? They airstruck my nieces, yeah. With they with eggs. The children with eggs. Somebody power. Somebody gassed up a. Somebody gassed up a helicopter on the south side of Atlanta, and decided to fly over where my sister and family were at and drop eggs out of that bitch. Yeah. Fucking airstrike is crazy. And I didn't discuss this with her. I, I want her to hear this for the first time on the podcast. That's nuts that you would have my nieces out there getting napalm eggs. Getting bombed on. on oh my gosh. CIA operatives my, were my dropping was, eggs was like, on kids. <laughs> right. Cause like I'm like, hey, them Jones gotta be busting <laughs> open as soon as they hitting the ground. Like, yeah, up? like what kind of eggs? What were they throwing out of there? Cause the plastic joints we grew up, they would have definitely exploded on site or like on impact. What the fuck are we? What the fuck are they tossing out of there, peeps? <gasps> oh my! And what if one of them eggs hit that's, the kid? Like at that trajectory, that's, that's, that's gotta hurt. Tough, yeah. Yeah. That's real tough. Uh, little Junior won't be at school this week. What happened? Uh, concussed from the airstrike of eggs yeah. on Easter. He'll be fine soon. <laughs> oh, you go to such and such. <laughs> that was nuts, yeah. That was crazy. Looking at that, I was like, uh, are they serious? <laughs> and Tibu, why are you underneath <laughs> it? Like, take the babies and run. <laughs> it was crazy uh. all right thank you for the recap c major i feel like i was a part of the experience with 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 the praise dancers (laughs) and the smoke and and the and 
and the parking in a mm-hmm. different lot. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what church mm-hmm. you're talking about. Where the tax is very close to where we get our taxes mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I saw them getting spruced up <laughs> when I was there. Like I saw some shit happening on the outside. Like they was getting ready for y'all to show up. So I'm glad you had a pleasant that experience. Um, that's that's it for the show. Uh, we're gonna wrap this thing up. As always, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Reels and Feels. Even though we don't post that much, my apologies. Life, you know. Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram is T Greasy. You can find me on Twitter at C Major P U H C E E. That's C E E Major P U H C E E. You can find me on IG at C Major. That's C E E Major. Fuck that UK nigga. You got something for us? <laughs> yes, I do. Fast they need Nas every need fucking Nos. Sunday, I man. Jeez. What you got for us, C Major? Oh boy. More and more niggas under this name every day. Look, I'll add it in. Don't worry about that. I'm worried about it. It's a step away to get away.